This is a podcast from Rover. Hello, welcome in. You're locked on Royal Exchange, the show known as Rex. If you're listening on the wireless here on Today FM, you can listen to the podcast anytime on the Rover app or any purveyor of a fine podcast. Thanks to Carter's Tyres, the agricultural tyre specialist. Visit carterstyres.co.nz or call 0800 for Carters. Uh, coming up, we're going to be looking at the storied history of New Zealand wool sheds. Uh, with the uh, author and researcher Annette O'Sullivan. We've got some great summer barbecue tips with Eat What You Kill founder Tim Kaverman and we hear from New Zealand, new New Zealand Dairy Director and good friend of the show, uh, Chris Lewis. That's all coming up. But right now, of course, Hamish Mackay and Rebecca Greaves, your team this morning. First stop this morning is down in central Otago, paradise of Wanaka. That's uh, where the Chair of Deer Industry New Zealand, among many other things. Uh, Mandy Bell resides down there at Criffle Station. Good to talk to you, Mandy. How are you and all things in that awesome part of the world? Uh, Great, great. We've had a um, a bit of a slow spring, so but we've had rain and we've got warmth, so the grass is starting to grow again. Yeah, good. We're starting to hear a bit of that around. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. Hearing a bit of that around the country. Okay, so you're uh, obviously involved with farming on, on a big scale in your in your local area. The Y Wanaka Catchment Group is part of that. Uh, what's going on with that at the moment? We've um, look got a great a great group of people in in the difference, I suppose, um, from what we would normally think of. Uh, as a catchment group connected just with farmers and why with Wanaka we talk about whole of basin and whole of community. So how um, can we work together as, as a whole community, tourism, operators, Māori, regional councils, scientists, um, urban people and rural people? Okay, so... We have ongoing discussions with guests on Rex in relation to new technology uh, coming into into farming systems. What, what do you use in this space, and how and why? Yeah, so early on in our Jobs for Nature um, program at Waiwanaka, we recognised how much data was going to be coming through um, as we planted trees, um, worked with, figured out how to get rid of weeds and pests, and have control there. So we looked for a solution, um, and the solution, it's an integrated management system. Um, there's a number of them out there, but this is pretty unique, and it's really um, leading edge in being what we call a single pane of glass. So anything that you can do remotely can come in, and it's GPS-located. We know what's happened and what part of the of the district, and also on, on basically what minute does that happen so what trees have been planted, what species, a really cool project happening in the depths of the Luggett Creek in the Ellisburn. We've got smart tech trapping happening. Um, two possums were killed up the depths of the Luggett Creek last night and I get a text first thing in the morning. The traps have been reset and um, it's fantastic for biodiversity wow. and, you know, and other things. Yeah. That's, that's, we've got this thing at home and it, it's a gas canister and if it donks a rat on the head, it sends us a text, which is quite good. It's a kind of a similar yeah. technology. I listened to a podcast yeah. the other day about the Waiwanaka catchment group and about this jobs, was it Jobs for Nature? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, about this, and I thought, what an amazing initiative. That That's um, such a great way to approach it, like you're talking about, not just um, from a yeah. farming so point of not, view. Right, so exactly, for the whole whole of the community, and yes. it's us coming up with solutions constructively. 
and there's a lot of um, chat on farming on, on different topics at the moment, but how can we work together with people in town, and in particularly for Wanaka, how can we tell the story of the great things that are happening on the land to our visitors coming in? They take that home, and we talk about the long-term value of a visitor because it's not just spending when you're here. So there's, there's quite a broad approach um, of value and um, activity happening in Wanaka. Yes, in, in a place like Wanaka, it is it is a very tourist-based um, place, isn't it? So that the yeah. impression that the tourists get or the story that they take home, I mean, it's important for all of New Zealand, but for an area like Wanaka, I imagine it's particularly important. Yeah, and, um, and, uh, and part of that, you know, swinging back around to the technology, we need um, to have collaborative technology. So we don't we're not creating it; we're just joining up really smart solutions. And that comes um, back to on-farm, how do you collate information? We use a number of systems, at Criffle, um, spreadsheets, um, some IQ, great for visualising what you can actually see and what's happening there. Mm. But then connecting in these things to a bigger picture and one really exciting um, piece of work that's just being kicked off, again, it's collaborative. It's part of a, a new programme that we're working with our land and water on as relates to technology, and we call it basin-wide monitoring. So how can we monitor as a whole community social, cultural, economic and environmental outcomes? And technology is a key part of that. And then we can be seeing, this is great, or hang on a minute, you're slipping, um, bird counts are going backwards, or there's some social social um, factors that are really critical here that, that, that need to be um, looked at. And if we're measuring it, we can we can figure it out and we can work on it. Yeah, I just think it's a great way to approach things. Um, in looking at this technology and how it could be used, uh, obviously a, a topic that's very topical at the moment with the farming community is Hiwaki Ikenoa. So whatever version of this we do end up with, uh, this kind of technology is likely to become even more important, do you think? It's, yep, absolutely. And it's, it's several layers. One is farmers. How can we be collecting information that feeds into reporting? And we call it beyond regulation because we're actually about market and value add and, and doing the right thing. But yes, we have to collate information for regulation. And then the other one is, um, is, is that basin-wide approach. Um, for technology. So what specifically is helpful for Hawaka Ekanoa um, and the challenges we've got at the moment is, is showing what we are doing. How do we do that without becoming overburdened in cost and yeah. in time to actually do that on farm because we're, we're all busy on farm and we've got lots of work to do anyway. How can we make that easier? Sequestration yeah, is a great example. Yeah, We don't want to add more work. No. <laughs> it's it's takes enough time to be out there planting the trees um, yeah. as well as then having to to record exactly. them and yeah yeah, yeah. So, I, so really cool stuff you can click on a button trees planted this is when and how and then you can actually this drone technology um that will pick up is the tree alive how many have you got can you meet um ETS yeah. or prove sequestration at a at a, a lower level um ie less than 5 meters high etc Wow. What's this technology called again, Mandy? Um, it's a combination of technologies. So there's okay. no one person has a single answer 
for okay. or a single response to cover all. So integrated management system, layering over some really cool soil um, stuff that's coming out of um, Southland, other people with remote technology, putting it into rivers to check for um, different data there. Farmers cannot be expected to collate all of this on their own account. We need to use technology and we must have remote and we have to have the single pane of glass. So this is happening out there now. Mm. I've seen it. It's in action. It's yeah. really exciting. Fantastic. And finally, Mandy, we'll check in with you in terms of uh, your role, of course, as uh, Chair of Dairy Industry NZ. Uh, anything sort of to update and report in that in that space? Um, we've, got, we've got some great... Um, review of strategies um, happening. One of the criticals at the moment is for all of us as industry leaders and farmers as Hawaka Rekanoa. Mm-hmm. And um, as a deer industry, we, we're very much um, part of the Hawaka Ekanoa partnership. We have to figure it out. There's been some great work done over the last two years. Yeah. Um, and as, at DINS, we saw that, um, that the challenges and the modelling and the pricing. And what was positive, I think, as the government's come out and signalled and understands the disparity in the economic viability. So we are really focused on how do we ensure a just transition to ensure that economic viability until we've got the mitigations. The programme office has come out with some um, transition measures that will, I believe, and, and our um, deer industry believes will work for um, sheep, beef and deer. So in the next week or two, we have to, as the whole of NZ, Yep. Look at those transition measures and, and figure it out together. Yep. Um, that, that's the key, key, key job at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Good thinking there, and uh, thank you for your good hard work in that and filling us in on what's going on down there uh, in the Wanaka region as well. Some great stuff happening there. That is uh, uh, Mandy Bell here with you on the Sunday, kicking off the Sunday edition of Rex.